Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, the founder of Grow Your Show, it is Adam Adams. Adam, you're found on the web at growyourshow.com. Thank you, Adam, for joining us. Thank you for letting me be part of the show. I'm excited. All right. So we're going to be talking a bit about podcasting because, uh, well, that's what you talk about. So, uh, <laughs> And I'm always happy to talk about podcasting. Are you kidding? Let's do it. All right. So, yeah, sir, let's kind of share just a, an overview of what Grow Your Show is. Grow Your Show is a company that supports podcasters. The big focus when I started it was people that were busy, that that already were successful in their company, and they're just looking to have the easy button. So what we basically do is just handle all of the back end. So we'll do editing, post-production, publishing. We'll do promotion. We'll create um, even images. We'll send it to the guests if the person has a guest on the show. So basically so that the person doesn't have to do anything because there was a bunch of really cool people that I was in mastermind groups with and they wanted to have a podcast, but they felt like they had to like learn all this techie stuff. They were a little bit older or they were busy or they just wanted to not wear all the hats. So I was like, you know what? We can do that. So we built the team. We've got like 32 employees coming up on 35 this week. And uh we're just we're enjoying supporting podcasters, making it easy for them to have a successful show. And and what uh, for folks that are interested in starting a podcast, what are their business justifications for wanting to start a podcast? I love that question. That's a really good one. A lot of them are coaches, mentors. Um, some of them have an online course. So consultants as well, and attorneys. And for them, most of them. They, they can grow their mastermind group through the podcast. They can grow um, their coaching clients. They can bring them in. They can add value to their perfect avatar. And then that person can give them a call and eventually work together. And so most of, most of our clients, their justification comes from the money that they make through the podcast, through having a, a successful show. Um, not all of it is advertising and sponsors. Like some other people are like, I want to have a sponsor and advertiser. It's kind of hard to make money that way. You can, you can, you certainly can, but the, the amount of money per hour that a podcast takes you, I think you can do a little bit better when you can justify it with a, a 20,000, 30,000 consulting agreement or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I've been in this space for a long time and I'm sure you've witnessed some evolution here. See, back in the day, uh, and I'm thinking of like the very first podcast conference, I went to podcast movement. I want to say it was 2014. You know, it seemed like that was the only way that was really talked about in terms of like, 
how you make money with it, or why would you podcast? What's the business model, the profit center behind it? It's grow that audience, get some sponsors and make bank, baby. Yeah, that's uh, true. Th the reality is, I mean, there are so many other benefits or I think that we see that or we see like the Patreon model. And those are two very visible um revenue models simply because the largest shows which have the most listeners that's kind of what they get to do now that they have those enormous audiences which of course they've leveraged celebrity they've leveraged an existing big audience and and they have great content and uh so then we see them oh well that's what they do and all of a sudden that's the template whereas i would argue among all podcasts out there the amount of revenue that's created by other opportunities that come about because of podcasting, I would say particularly to our friend that's listening to us that's early stage in business, or they're a solopreneur, or they have a small team, or they even have like a, you know, a decent SMB business or something like that. Um, the opportunity, they're, they're boundless. I mean, they're boundless opportunities in terms of networking, the value you get from your audience. I mean, it's, it's it's really remarkable um, podcasting itself. Uh, okay, there I'm done evangelizing. <laughs> I'll let you take it from here. Uh, no, I th I think you're right, and I I love that you're bringing it up. Just because there are many many ways to monetize a show, it's not just advertising and sponsorship. You certainly can. You can easily make money that way. Um, it's it's gonna. It usually takes a little bit more time, and because you're bringing this up, I I thought I would mention. Um, when I'm talking to clients and they want to monetize, they usually think they're going to something called a CPM model, which is like yeah. other people reaching out to them who already know that they can get pay, they can pay like 10 bucks per thousand or 20 or $30 per thousand downloads. And I always say, don't go that model. Like if you have 3000 downloads per episode, that's a pretty big audience. That's a really, really good size audience, but you're only going to make 30 bucks per episode when you do it that way. And so I always, I always teach if you're going to want sponsors, I want you to reach out to partners of the show. I want you to basically filter out and figure out who is out there, who shares your avatar. That's mm -hmm. not really a direct competitor and reach out to them because when they reach out to you, they're going to lowball you and it's going to be 10, 20, 30 bucks per mil per thousand. But when you reach out to them, you can easily say, hey, why don't you, why don't you do this? I, I'm really going to be looking for a 12-month contract, and it'll be about three, three grand a month. But let's try it at two grand a month for, uh, for six months and see how, how that works for, for you and your business. And you just did a little bit of price anchoring and even time anchoring, right? Yep. You're anchoring people to yes. 12 months and saying, let's just do six. You're anchoring them to three grand. You're saying, let's just do two grand. Um, and we've had a ton of clients that um, figure out figure out who would be a good person to share an avatar. And then they reach out to them. And now they're making a couple thousand a month. That can cover your costs. That can cover your editing, your post-production, a lot of your marketing, um, and a lot of your equipment and some of your time as well. Yeah. Well, so obviously with Grow Your Show, um, you know, one of the areas that, that you do a lot of focus on would be podcasting growth. So let me ask you the million dollar question, Adam, for other podcasters that are listening right now, please share your best advice for how to grow a podcast today. And, and again, we're in the year 
2022 that we're recording this. Uh, and so what what are some of the things that 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 everybody should be doing if they truly want to grow their reach and their audience size? Well, I think there's um, there's a long strategy that I think people should implore, and that is going to be getting on other people's stages that includes absolutely includes podcasts. It's I guess what it's I'm doing right now today. I'm I'm on your show. You you've been around for years and you have a good strong audience. A couple of I people do. that are listening are going to say, "Ah, I like Adam. I'll jump over." And it's easy because I'm on a podcast right now. I'm on your show and 100% of your listeners, it's remarkable, but I can I I have data to prove this. 100% of your listeners listen to podcasts. Boom. And so all that means is um, very simple for them to jump over. We do Facebook ads. We do direct message campaigns. And those are very, very helpful. But the thing that I love about getting on other people's shows and having reciprocal interviews where you can, uh, I can partner with you. You can jump on my show. I jump on your show. One of the things that I like about that is every single listener already listens to podcasts. They already know about podcasts. It's very easy for them to find you. And if you're going on other shows that are in your genre, then you're going to be speaking to your audience already. And your audience needs to be able to hear you, hear what you're teaching and preaching so that they can uh, join your show. So I found that to be one of the large, fastest ways of growing a podcast. There are free ways to do this. There's like Podbooker and Podmatch, which are real inexpensive. Um, And then there's stuff like um, Interview Valet where you pay a quite a bit of money. Uh, maybe you pay like $10,000, but you get on like 20 different podcasts. And depending on your how you can monetize, that is a really easy way for you to, to grow your audience. Um, I, I can talk a little bit about what we do with Facebook ads, what we do with banner ads, what we do with um, our direct message campaign, which is my favorite way of doing it. It's just that some of those are kind of small like nuances and you have to... You have to either know already kind of how to do some Facebook ads or have somebody on your team who does it, um, or else you could get in trouble. You could lose a little bit of money. Facebook ads, yeah. uh, they go against you if, if you're just learning. Um, the private message campaign takes a lot of time. It's, it takes a, just a ton of effort. So for us, we we work with uh, virtual assistants that, that join our, our team, and they do private message campaigns where they um, they reach out to the direct avatar for uh, for our client or for my podcast, and they'll start a relationship with them. It'll be really slow. It's not a bunch of links. It's not, here, here's a podcast you should listen to, but it's just to connect uh, on a real level. And eventually it's, hey, have you heard the this show? I want to share with you an episode, but it's it's not right off the bat. And I think if, if somebody's hearing about the direct message campaign, they're probably thinking like that spam that they get it's not like that. We keep it short and sweet. We, it's always personal. So it's not copy and paste stuff. It's always personal to the person and individualized. Right. And we also don't send links or phone numbers. We just connect like you would in real life. Um, but the direct message campaign has been really cool. Um, if, if you don't mind me sharing, it's because it can trigger some algorithms. And the, the reason that I like being able to trigger algorithms within like Apple podcast is because when you do that, Apple starts promoting you. So you do a little bit of this work. And if you do it correctly, and you hit these five things that I'll, I'll share with you in a sec here. If you can hit all five and, and in order, 
then Apple starts pushing you in front of more people's, your ranking goes up and they start saying, this is a show to listen to. So the five things are to get people to follow the podcast. It's number one, follow. Number two is to download. It's, but it has to be the same people that are following the show, not a bunch of bots giving you downloads or something like that, right? The third one is the listens. Actually, people need to play it um, because if you just get a whole bunch of downloads, but they're not playing the episode, that's not going to help you. The fourth one is ratings and reviews. I just call it social proofing, R&R, social proofing. The fifth one is that they keep coming back to the show. So we do that through like a direct message campaign where we're connecting with people that are a perfect avatar. So if it's in the entrepreneurship space, for example, we might say something to the effect of, oh, I just saw that you just started your business last year. That's awesome. Uh, uh, What are you doing for accounting? You know, you just ask a question. It's very short and sweet. And they'll they'll reply and they'll be like, oh, I got a bookkeeper or, oh, I do it myself or uh, whatever they say. Then we reply to that and we'll, we'll say, we'll, we'll keep connecting. Eventually we'll say, man, there was this podcast that I think could help you because we've, we know our, our clients are our own podcast and what episodes they've got out and what kind of value it has. And if that person seems like they need that certain value, like they need an accountant, for example, then we, then we might share an episode where it talks about finding the right accountant for an entrepreneur, something like that. And we're, we'll just ask them if they would like it, and because we never send a link without permission. If they say, yeah, send it, then this is, this is important. Uh, if you are going to do this, write it down. You want to say, you wanna say here's, that, here's the episode that you were asking for. Let me know what you think about it. It's the two parts. Here's the episode you were looking for. Let me know what you think about it. And that allows them to have more accountability that they'll actually listen to the podcast. So that's how you get the follower, the download, and the listen. And then when they come back to us and say that they loved it because we already asked them to respond, we just ask them what uh, we will take that and we'll say, you should just copy and paste that and let Josh know. Uh, I bet Josh would be happy if all you did is just copied and pasted what you just told me and left it as an honest written review for him. So it's real simple. So that gets the fourth one. And then for the fifth one, when you're when you have an episode where Adam Triple A Adams jumps on and uh, and drops some nuggets, uh, maybe we'll we'll reach out to that person and say, "Oh my gosh, did you hear Josh's last episode with Adam Adams? Can I send it to you? You're gonna love it." Something like that. So it keeps them coming back to the podcast. We do all five, then they're triggering algorithms. They're getting ranked, so more people will be listening to their show. Wow, very cool. And, and again, you know, it's like having the, the structure and the system, what I, you know, what I'm hearing is, you know, it, it's consistent. Everybody goes through the same process and you make it ridiculously easy. You got to make it, re- if you're asking for ratings or in re- reviews, you got to make it really easy for people. Otherwise it's like, I intend to, I'd like to, that's just one more thing that I have like on my list of to-dos or whatever. And it's easy for something like that to get slid off. So it's like, well, here's the link. Here's exactly what you said. Click here. Okay, cool. If you make it that easy for me. And that's really, um, I think, being very realistic. And then, and the other thing, too, is people who uh, start a podcast because they want to get a ton of value from the audience. Um, and, and that's a big ask. Uh, you know, so, for example, they say, well, I'm going to go on this podcast and I'm going to sell my book and I'm going to sell thousands of copies of the book. 
Mm, <laughs> um, you know, I'm the guy who's been in the media, regular media over 2,500 times. Like I've done over 300 podcast guest interviews. Um, we have to be very realistic. That's very easy to connect with people's hearts and minds. But then, you know, I think podcast audiences without some intention um, are notoriously very actively emotionally engaged, but passive in terms of it's just like, it's not like you can click on the sound of my voice and all of a sudden we're doing business together. This person listening to this right now might be driving down the freeway. I, yeah. you know, it's, it's a big ask for them to go ahead and book time with me or opt into whatever, or buy my book or whatever. Uh, but at least, uh, you know, we can deepen the relationship there and then hopefully there are other opportunities to engage. Yeah. And not, not to make anyone feel like podcasting's not good. Podcasting has been wonderful for me. We've brought in a ton of money through our company because we have the show. Um, I do want to say though, like with direct message, direct mail, I mean, direct mail, like sending mail to people's homes, it usually takes six letters to 13 letters before they start yeah. taking action. I honestly think with podcasting, sometimes it takes longer. Maybe it's 13 to 20 times that they hear you before they're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give them a try. I'm going to, I'm going to hire them. I'm going to call and do my discovery call with this person or join their coaching call. I think just with the audio, and you mentioned it, the word passive, it's a little bit more passive. It's a little bit more easy. A lot of people are doing more than one thing. They're exercising and listening. They're driving and listening. They're, uh, they're cooking food for their kids and listening. Um, you get great people, and you can get really, really good results and make money through your show. Um, but it sometimes takes a little bit longer to stay in front of somebody before they take action. I think it's interesting because they get to know your personality. That's always a huge benefit, which helps them to know, like, and trust you a little bit more. But in, in many ways, it's, it's just more passive. So it takes, you know, 13 to 20 times maybe to start doing business together. All right. So a couple things really easy. First off, you're listening to a podcast, do a search right now for the podcast on podcasting. And you'll find your show, Adam, uh, for our listeners listening right now. And then uh, next, you can go to growyourshow.com. And Adam, when, when folks go to your website, what would you recommend that they do if they're like, hmm, I'm, I'm curious, tell me more? Uh, just get, schedule a discovery call. Just schedule a call with me. They're free and we can see if we can work together. I'll, I'll ask you a bunch of questions and extract kind of what you're looking for. And if it's not a fit, I'll definitely let you know. And if it is a fit, I'll, I'll share the right program that I think would work for your goals. Awesome. Adam Adams, again, founder of Grow Your Show on the web at growyourshow.com. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for you being on. Oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. <laughs> thank you for letting me be on. I'm like, what? You can keep Adam, that in. I love yeah, it. Thank you so much, my friend. <laughs> See you, man. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. (music) 